Greetings from Dr. Peter McLuhan, your host for another adventure in the life Jesus modeled. Our topic today is The Day Peter Left Fishing. In the Gospels, there are two stories about Jesus causing the disciples to make an extraordinarily large catch of fish. In both cases, Peter was the central character in the story. Jesus used these two miraculous catches to capture Peter's heart. Last week, we focused on the first miraculous catch. This week, we'll examine the second miraculous catch. Following the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus, he appeared to the disciples in the upper room. While there, he instructed them to return to Galilee, where he promised to meet them again. The disciples must have believed him because they made the five-day journey back to Capernaum. That is where we continue our study of the life Jesus modeled today. John chapter 21 and verse 1 says, After this, Jesus revealed himself again to the disciples by the Sea of Tiberias. Tiberias is another name for the Sea of Galilee. John tells us that at least seven of the disciples gathered at one of the best places to catch fish around the lake. Just west of Capernaum, seven hot and cold springs feed the Sea of Galilee with fresh water. The warm springs make an ideal location for fish to spawn their young. John says Simon Peter, Thomas, Nathaniel of Cana in Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, and two others of his disciples were together. Simon Peter said to them, I'm going fishing. And they said to him, We will go with you. John chapter 21, verse 2 and 3. Perhaps Peter was so disappointed in himself for denying Jesus on the night he was arrested that he thought Jesus could no longer use him, and he tried going back to what he knew so well, the fishing business. It could be the others were having doubts about following Jesus as well, so they agreed to go fishing with Peter. But something unusual happened that night. John chapter 21 and verse 3. They caught nothing. It's one thing to have a small catch of fish, but to catch nothing is almost unheard of when fishing in that area of the Sea of Galilee, especially around the warm springs. The reason they fished at night was because in those days, nets were made out of string and the fish could see the nets in the water during the daylight hours. As the sun began to rise, the disciples were feeling rather defeated because they had not caught any fish. They had failed Jesus, and now they were about to fail at their backup plan if things did not work out with Jesus. To their surprise, they heard a voice from the beach calling out, Children, do you have any fish? And they answered him, No. And he said to them, Cast the net on the right side of the boat, and you will find some. So they cast it, and now they were not able to haul it in because of the quantity of fish. 
John chapter 21, verses 5 and 6. They did not realize that the person calling to them from the beach was Jesus. But when John saw the large catch of fish, he knew only Jesus could do something like that. So John said to Peter, It is the Lord. And when Simon Peter heard it was the Lord, he put on his outer garment, for he was stripped for work and threw himself into the sea. John chapter 21 and verse 7. Peter wanted to be the first disciple to be with Jesus in Galilee, most likely at the very place where they first met each other three years ago. John says, The other disciples came in the boat dragging the net full of fish, for they were not far from the land, about a hundred yards off. John 21, 8. When they got out on land, they saw a charcoal fire in place, with fish laid on it and bread. John 21, verse 9. Jesus said to them, Bring some of the fish you have just caught. So Simon Peter went aboard and hauled the net ashore, full of large fish, a hundred fifty-three of them. Although there were so many, the net was not torn. John 21, 10 and 11. Jesus said to them, Come and have breakfast. Now none of the disciples dared ask him, Who are you? They knew it was the Lord. John 21, verse 10 through 12. They all knew Jesus had died, and now he was alive. People who don't think Jesus died will change their mind when they meet him in person. They will know it is Jesus. Jesus came and took the bread and gave it to them, and so also the fish. John 21 and verse 13. People tell me God can't eat, but clearly God ate a meal with Abraham when he visited him at the Oaks of Mamre and confirmed to him he would have children. Jesus' meeting with the disciples was important as God's meeting with Abraham. Now this was the third time that Jesus was revealed to the disciples after he was raised from the dead. This was the third of ten recorded appearances Jesus made following his death, burial, and resurrection. Jesus is still appearing to people in person, letting them know he is very much alive. Jesus is appearing in dreams and visions, helping people discover that he is alive. Many times Jesus heals people when he appears to them. If you would like Jesus to visit you, ask him to. Expect him to show up, and he will show you the nail scars in his hands and feet to help you believe in him. Jesus showed up in Galilee to help the disciples believe in him. This appearance by Jesus had a very specific purpose. Everyone knew the disciples had fled the night Jesus was arrested. By building a charcoal fire, Jesus had recreated the scene around which Peter had denied him in Caiaphas's courtyard. When they had finished breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And Jesus said to him, Feed my lambs. 
John chapter 21, verse 15. Jesus asked Peter the same question three times. It was clear that Jesus was helping Peter overcome the three times he had denied ever knowing him. Jesus knew Peter needed help overcoming his failure. Perhaps you have had a failure, and like Peter, you might think that God cannot use you anymore. That is a lie the enemy will keep bringing up and holding against you until you believe and feel you are fully forgiven and set free from your failures. Jesus knows how to heal and restore you. He will find a way to heal you the way he healed Peter. The miraculous catch was a prophetic picture of how God would use Peter in the future to help millions of people turn to Jesus for salvation. When Jesus asked Peter, Do you love me more than these? Jesus could have been asking Peter if he still thought he loved Jesus more than the other disciples. Or Jesus could have been asking Peter if he loved fishing more than following him. There are interesting similarities and differences between the two miraculous catches of fish and their impact on Peter. For the similarities, the disciples had fished all night and caught nothing. Jesus showed up at their moment of despair. The nets were full to the point of breaking, but they did not break, and they needed help bringing the catch in. There are important differences to note as well. After the first catch, Peter said to Jesus, Depart from me, I am a sinful man. After the second catch, Peter jumped into the water to be the first disciple to reach Jesus. The first catch took Peter out of fishing. The second catch took fishing out of Peter. Both catches of fish provided for the financial needs of the disciples as they left fishing to follow Jesus. As you follow Jesus, he will provide for your needs as well. The disciples' love of fish and fishing was replaced by a deeper love for Jesus and partnering with him to fish for the souls of men and women. If you're at the point of quitting your ministry and trying to go back to whatever you used to do, ask Jesus to do for you what he did for Peter. He will provide for you as he invites you to partner with him, spreading the good news of Jesus around the world. Next week, we'll continue studying the life Jesus modeled. Let me take a few moments and pray for you. If you're not sure that Jesus actually died for you and rose again, ask him to visit you. Ask Jesus to show you the nail scars on his hands and feet. If he's calling you to follow him, he will miraculously provide for you. Do whatever Jesus is asking you to leave behind to follow him. Maybe like the apostles, you've come up empty-handed for your labor. Try again, try again, and try again. Last week, I invited you to ask God for a rhema word. This is when God speaks to you directly to help you overcome the challenge you are facing and calling you to go deeper with him.
He is willing to speak to you and show you what to do next. Write to me and tell me what God says to you. Next week, we'll continue studying the life Jesus modeled.